Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This first story is a tale from retail that takes place at a video game store. A few years ago, I was working at a used video game store. I was behind the counter doing morning inventory when a teenager came in. Teenager says... Hey, I pre-ordered a copy of insert game name here last week. Is it in yet? Me. Let me check that for you. Do you have an ID? Checks his ID and he's only 16 years old. The game he pre-ordered was rated M, so I couldn't sell it to him. Me. Sorry, buddy. It looks like this game is rated M. I can't sell it to you because you're under the age of 18. Is one of your parents in the car? Teenager. No! I paid for the game! I want it! Me. Believe me, I want nothing more than to give it to you. You are right. You are paid on it. But company policy restricts me from selling it to you. Teenager. Do you know who I am? Do you know who my father is? Me. Buddy, I'm on your side. I want to sell the game to you, but my hands are tied. Just come on with your parents or a big brother or even an older friend and I can give it to you then. Teenager. Enjoy the unemployment line. He exits and I think nothing more about it. This happens once a week. The next day my boss calls me and asks me to meet at the coffee shop next door before my shift. He commonly does this to go over monthly numbers. Manager. Thanks for meeting me. Me. Sure thing. Manager. Yesterday, did you have a kid come in asking to purchase a game that he pre-ordered? Me. Sure did. He was underage, so I didn't sell it to him. Then I go over the conversation with my boss. Manager. I know you follow policy, but that kid's father is a well-respected businessman in the area. The boy's father called my boss's boss, which in turn called me. I'm sorry. I have to let you go. Me. Are you serious? For following the company policy? Manager. Yeah. It sucks, but the father was an influential in town, and he suggests we let you go. And here I am. But you get two weeks severance. Don't worry about your shift today. I'm covering for you. I need your key and your badge. And just like that, I was unemployed. All because I followed corporate policy. This is unbelievable. Probably one of the most cringeworthy things a person can say is, do you know who my father is? And in this case, the teenager said it and told him enjoy the unemployment line. And this guy loses his job. That is so sad. All for a minor inconvenience that this kid couldn't get the video game he wanted at that exact moment when he wanted it. I mean, what would happen to this video game store if they didn't let him go? Are they going to burn the whole company down? I mean, is there some implied threat? What exactly could possibly happen in order to make it so that they had to let him go for following the corporate policy? He probably didn't sell it to him because he didn't want to risk his job, but he probably never would have guessed that by not selling it to him that that would cost him his job just the same. I mean, most people who say stuff like this, do you know who my father is? Don't actually have a father that would make you lose your job. But in this case, he did. And it sucks because it seems like the guy was being pretty nice to him given the circumstance. But let me know what you guys think. What would you do if you were in this situation? And do you think he was the jerk or not? Am I the jerk for ruining game night by telling the truth? A few nights ago, I hosted a game night for a small group of friends. We had all been quarantining and following the proper guidelines in my country. It was only going to be five of us, including me. But one of my friends texted me last minute that she was going to bring a co-worker from work, Matt. 
Fine with me. We started playing a card game where you answer questions about yourself based on the level, level one, two, or three. The question could be extremely surface level, for example, what's your favorite color, to something deeper, like what characteristic of yourself do you not like? Everyone was enjoying themselves and I was happy with the way things were going. Cue a question I drew, what's the hardest thing you've ever had to go through? Some backstory. My sister passed away a few years ago when I was in high school. I was pulled out of class and immediately to her college and watched her die in the ICU. Needless to say, this is probably the hardest thing I've been through. Three of my friends in the group knew about this, the other two and Matt did not. I didn't want to bring down the mood, so I answered that the hardest thing I'd been through was transitioning, going to a college in a different state where I knew no one. We were all ready to move on, but Matt immediately piped up and said, Wow, if that's the hardest thing you've ever been through, you've lived an extremely privileged life. Everyone got quiet. Now, if he had said it jokingly, I probably would have let it go and moved on. However, the way he said it was in a very condescending and patronizing tone. And I will admit, it rubbed me the wrong way. Instead of letting it go, I said, well, the hardest thing I've ever been through is seeing my sister die in the ICU and having to watch her being lowered into the grave when I was 17 years old. I just didn't want to bring the mood down. If things were quiet before, they were dead silent now. Matt mumbled an apology, but game night ended shortly after. After my friends all left, my friend who had brought Matt texted me and told me I was a jerk for making Matt look bad and I could have just let his statement go. I do feel bad about what I said and being the cause of game night ending so soon, but I also feel like I was just making a justified statement. Am I the jerk? The OP clearly didn't hear this in a joking tone, what Matt said about him living a privileged life, but there's a chance that maybe Matt thought he said it in a joking way and it just landed weird because it's hard to imagine somebody that you don't even know trying to come at you really seriously when they first, first meet you like that. I mean, it is possible it does happen, but I feel like the more likely thing is he probably was just joking along. It just probably landed terribly. And Matt probably had his own traumas on his mind. Everyone Everyone in that group, I'm sure, carries their own traumas. Everyone in the world carries their own traumas. And Matt probably had his top of mind. And if he was trying to be a little bit antagonistic or vindictive, it might have been because he was thinking of whatever his hardest thing he had to deal with his entire life was. But I don't think there's anything wrong with the way the OP responded. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like Matt asked, he prompted him to say it, whether it was direct or indirect. And so he said it. I don't think that necessarily makes Matt look bad. Matt said what he said and the OP said what he said. But here's a new question for you guys. What is the hardest thing you have ever been through? And was he the jerk or not for ruining game night by telling the truth? Am I the jerk for ignoring a coworker who refused to learn my actual name? I've worked in my office for eight years. I'm on good terms with management and most of my coworkers. Five months ago, a new guy was hired on a six month probationary period. I'm not a supervisor, but I'm definitely a senior employee. I'll call the guy Ted Farrow because he's a jerk. The supervisor was going around introducing Ted to people, and when he got to me, he said, this is John, and described my job. Ted, hi, Jack. Me, it's John. Ted, what? Me, my name is John, not Jack. Ted, well, it's close enough for me. Supervisor, his name is John, not Jack. Let's move on. This continued on for a few months. Despite reminders from supervisors when he referred to me when I wasn't present, he continued to use the name Jack. I finally told him, 
You either use my name or I ignore you completely, no matter what the situation is. His response was, Sure thing, Jackie boy. Since I don't work directly with him, I figured, forget it. I'd ignore him. Recently, he had a two-day business trip that required car rental. I work late some nights, and Ted came to me and said, Hey, Jack, I'll be dropping the rental car off at 7 when I get back. See you there for a lift back to the office. They closed at 6, and there's a drop box. As promised, I ignored him. 7.15 rolls around on the night he's dropping it off, and I get a call. I recognize his number, so I ignore it. He called me seven more times, then starts emailing. The first one was along the lines of, Jack, I'm at Enterprise. Come pick me up. Emails pour in every 10 to 15 minutes addressing me as Jack, Jacko, Jackie, Jackie boy. The emails also start being laced with profanity and a couple of threats. I signed out and went home. It was raining hard. The next morning, I saw that Ted had sent a few more emails. I printed them off. At 10 a.m., he storms to my desk and screams, Where the heck were you? I told you to pick me up. I had to take a cab. Do you know how much that cost me? He goes on like that for a bit until a supervisor came and hauled him away and asked to speak to me. Supervisor. Ted tells me that you ignored his request for a pickup when he dropped off the rental. He was caught out in the rain. I relayed what happened and showed him the printed emails. I'd highlighted all the threats. Supervisor. I can see why you wouldn't want to spend time around him, but it was still kind of inconsiderate to leave him stranded in the rain. That's not the greatest neighborhood and he could have been hurt. He sighed and said, with the threats and him being on probation, he no longer works here. Just try not to be a jerk in retaliation to your co-workers. A few people in the office commented that I I'm the jerk for ignoring Ted and getting him riled up, which got him fired. Am I the jerk on this? There really are people that exist like this where it's like their gimmick or something to purposely call you the wrong name on purpose. Not like a nickname, but the wrong name. And this is especially weird when somebody goes out of their way to specifically ask you to call them by their actual name. I mean, the OP here didn't surprise Ted at all. He just said... If you don't give me common courtesy and call me by my name, I will ignore you. So it's kind of strange that Ted is that surprised and didn't understand why he wasn't getting picked up when I guess maybe he thought that John would fold and just give in and pick him up anyway. It seems like Ted here was maybe calling him by the wrong name as some sort of power move to try and put John in his place by not even giving him the dignity of calling his own name. But it's kind of hard to tell without seeing more of how he said it, why he said it, and his exact request from John to be called his real name. Later on, the OP said that this guy probably wasn't gonna make it past the six month mark, and he heard off the record that they were gonna can him anyway. And some other people seem to think that the supervisor probably phrased everything like this in order to cover the management. So what would you do if someone you worked with did not call you by your actual name when you were requesting it? And do you think John is the jerk here or not? Am I the jerk for pretending to be an appletarian, eating only apple-derived foods and drinks for three weeks as a prank, causing my friends to have an intervention for me? I got the idea a few weeks ago to prank my friends pretending to be an appletarian, meaning someone who only eats food products that are derived from apples, and I would only drink apple juice or apple cider. I told them all that I had read on the internet that eating only apples was the healthiest thing for you. When I first told them, they thought I was joking, but they underestimated how committed I would be to a joke. So whenever in the presence of one of my friends, or friends of friends, or co-workers, etc., who knew them, I was very careful to only be seen eating apples or drinking apple juice slash apple cider. Apples whole, apples diced, apples sauce, inside of an apple pie, 
had baked apples, candy apples, apples with the chocolate shaved off, etc. Finally, after about a week, they thought I had become an appletarian. They started giving me information about how it was unhealthy to only eat apples and growing increasingly exasperated by it. Some of them even got angry, but I wanted to stick with the joke. Finally, after the end of three weeks, I walked into what I was told was a movie night, but it was actually an intervention for me. They were all super concerned about my well-being and had all sorts of information or whatever. Finally, I started laughing hysterically. They were confused as hell, so I told them I had been faking it this whole time and had been eating real meals outside of their knowledge. I even took out some beef jerky from my pants pocket to prove it and I munched on it. I thought they'd appreciate the joke, but they were actually really annoyed. My girlfriend even broke up with me over this because a few days ago I had ruined our date night when I told the waiter I only wanted apples because I was an appletarian and had embarrassed her for a dumb joke. In my opinion, the joke was solid and they should have appreciated my commitment to the prank. But did I go too far? This is actually kind of awesome, but weirdly specific. I wonder why he chose becoming an appletarian of all things. Was there something in the friend group's history about apples or did he just choose this out of nowhere? The girlfriend breaking up with him is probably a good thing. If a girlfriend is going to break up with you over something like that, it's probably better just to break up now than to break up later. About halfway through this story, I thought that maybe he was going to tell his friends that it was just a joke. He's not really an appletarian in order to better hide his own apple obsession. And maybe he is. Maybe this beef jerky was actually apple jerky that is made to look like beef jerky so we can continue eating apples. In Steve Jobs' biography, there's actually a section where they talk about him only eating apples or carrots for a long period of time. And it wasn't a joke. That's actually what he did. In an NBC article where they talk about Steve Jobs' diet at this time, they said another drawback of an apple-only diet or a carrot-only diet is you aren't gaining enough fat. And then they quote a doctor who says, without enough dietary fat, your body's fat stores become depleted. Your skin may suffer, you may feel cold more often, and your organs and body tissue may be more vulnerable against injury, especially risky for those with chronic illness. So probably not a good idea to go on an apple-only diet. But let me know what you guys think. Is he the jerk or not a jerk for pretending to be an apple-tarian? Am I the jerk for getting mad about my boyfriend's guy nights? So me and my boyfriend, C, have the same friend group. There's five guys and three girls, including myself, who are all dating guys in this group. For context, I was introduced to the group four years ago and started dating C over a year ago. He joined a year before we dated. Anyway, on to the story. So the boys in my friend group have a thing called guys nights, where they go out and do everything we all do together, but without us girls. Here's the thing. All of my friends are the boys. I don't know the girls in the group too well. And while I have friends outside the group, I'm nowhere near as close with them as I am this group. They say they need to spend some quality time with their friends and that if I went, they'd have to invite their girlfriends. And it's not ever so often. It's every two weeks on a Saturday, which is the one day I can go out. So basically, while my boyfriend goes out with all my friends, I have to be stuck at home by myself. And what's worse is when we all do hang out, they constantly bring up the stuff that happens on guys nights saying you had to be there. This had been going on for months. Last night, my boyfriend came over to mine from guys night really happy and was texting his friends when I asked him why I couldn't go. He made a vague gesture at my chest and crotch saying I wasn't a guy. 
I then asked him why he couldn't skip it to spend the night with me, and he rolled his eyes. I lost it. I started crying and screaming and calling him a jerk for allowing me to be completely isolated when I've told him how terrible it is. He ended up leaving and calling me a B. He's staying with one of our friends who's saying I was being the jerk for yelling at him that way. The girls all agree with me though, and I don't know if I should apologize. Am I the jerk? There's nothing wrong with wanting to do things with your friends, but I think the main issue here is that it happens to be that on the night that she's actually available, he's going out and doing this and leaving her at home. So it seems like the right thing to do here is just to reschedule the day to a day when she isn't available because she'll be busy at work or whatever she's doing and he'll be able to do things with his friends and she won't feel like it's squandering her one free day if that's what it is and that way he can still maintain his guys only hangout time if that's what's important to him. She even says that the reason she's only available once a week is because she works full time and she's a carer to her grandpa and the only night that she can go out is on Saturdays because her grandpa's friend comes over to I assume care for him so she's free on that night. So if her schedule is that limited They just need to reschedule when this thing happens. But let me know what you guys think. Is she the jerk or not for getting mad about her boyfriend's guy nights? And what would you do if this was you? 